0: Good times, (laughs) non-stop hits. Hits. Fresh hits. You're on air with Brian Peel.
1: Time for a special interview. Pretty excited about this. I don't know about you folks, but um, I grew up on a very popular uh, TV show called Neighbours here in Melbourne. We're very lucky to have Neighbours filmed. Not very far away, but uh, on the phone with me this morning, a very warm special welcome to Sam Clark. Good morning. Or is that good afternoon for you Sam?
2: It is good afternoon for me, but good morning to everyone in Melbourne. <laughs> it's a beautiful city and I and I miss it. I miss it greatly. But probably it's getting pretty cold there at this point in time. Point in time so
3: uh,
2: I am enjoying the warmer weather over here right now.
1: It's about 5.9 degrees Sam on the computer here in the studio.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very well, cold. I think it's clo- closer to 30 degrees here right now. So yeah. you're on
1: I'm very excited about this, Sam, because I have grew up on Neighbours when I was a kid. And look, people still call me a kid, but uh, I'm a, a very big Neighbours fan, I have to say. And doing a little bit of uh, media work outside of my radio stuff, I actually got the um, opportunity to sit with the script writing team back in the mid to late 90s. I don't think you were on the show back then, Sam, but uh no, you are no. only just a little baby. But um, sitting <laughs> with the script <laughs> sitting with the script writing team at Grundy's for a couple of weeks and over at the Wadding studio and I have to say they worked their butts off on that program. Oh,
2: it's so impressive. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, you, you think about how difficult it is to be just just filming the content in in, in a week, five episodes every week. They're coming up with all of the storylines and working so far in advance trying to make everything come together so I, I have no idea how they do it but I'm very grateful for all their hard
1: work. Well you played the the role of Ringo Brown uh, on the show take us through because like, personally it was probably the most hectic of schedules just spending a day on the set Lord knows what it's like as an actor going in and out of the studio getting yourself sorted rehearsing all your lines you, you did about 850 episodes Sam just take us through that time uh, what it was like for you on Neighbours.
2: Well, it was pretty crazy. I mean, it was my first acting job. I had won a competition to win my role on the show. Dolly and uh, and Neighbours ran this competition, and I had some friends that told me to enter it, and I was lucky enough to, to win a role on the show for three months, and then that turned into almost four years, which was just incredible, but it was a very steep learning curve for me, having never been uh, you know in a full-time acting gig before, and having to move into space and everything like that. So I was 18 when it happened um, and trying to come up to speed certainly, certainly <laughs> took a couple months. But uh, but by the end of it, it was uh, just like clockwork. I mean, they, they do such a good job out there, the producers and the crew and um, all the actors of, of coming together to create that show. So uh, it was an incredibly enjoyable experience uh, by very difficult to begin
1: with. I can imagine, but um, so rewarding as well, and uh, we are very lucky here in Melbourne, but Doing that gig on Neighbours, Sam actually landed you a couple of nominations too for some awards inside Soap Awards, the uh, most popular new male talent award as well at the uh, Logies, and an, another inside Soap Award for a Sexiest Male, but also Cleo <laughs> Bachelor of the Year because I've put some pictures up on social media so everyone can have a bit of a look. See, uh, you you are very easy on the eye, I have to say. But uh, oh, thank you, mate. <laughs> tell us what was it like uh, being nominated. For those awards, especially the uh, Cleo Bachelor of the Year, tell us about that.
2: Oh um, mate, it was pretty crazy, really. Like, I, I mean, you know, I was a young kid at the time, and to even consider myself a bachelor at that point, seems
3: pretty strange. <laughs> um, I
2: was, you know, I was obviously honoured that they that what, what they wanted me to be included on that list, and yeah. uh, it was fun getting to go and do a photo shoot with them and all that. But uh, um, you know, certainly don't. Uh, I'm, I'm not too uh, hurt by the fact that I didn't win, um, uh, but yeah, it, you know, it certainly I, I didn't grow up considering myself to be one yeah. of the sexiest men in Australia or anything like that. So it's a nice nod, but you know, I don't. I also don't take it too seriously. <laughs>
1: oh, very modest, very modest. I like that because you're currently in Los Angeles. You've been there for a few years. What's what was it like for you making the move away from Melbourne and setting up camp in LA? What do you miss about Melbourne, Sam? Tell us about the move
2: I mean Melbourne is just such a beautiful city and there's everything that you could possibly need I think it's one best city to live in in the world a number of years in a row Um, so you know it's obviously doing something right I do miss AFL um, that is something that I, I do miss being out here in the States. There's yeah. not really any sport that Which is as good as AFL
1: out here. Which team, Sam?
2: Which team? Oh, I, I grew up in Adelaide, mate. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm an Adelaide Crows supporter, oh. uh, through and through. but, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. But, but when, I, when I moved to, to Melbourne, I did uh, take on the Doggies as, uh, as a team as well. I had a mate, Will Minson, used to play for them, so,
3: yeah.
2: Um, they, they were my number two team, but uh, definitely across the border Well, life. But, uh, the, yeah,
1: you'd be very happy with that.
2: I can that. say, to move to the States yeah. was, uh, was definitely a challenging one, um, but uh, I'm very happy to, to have made the move. But I, I do miss my family, and, and Australia is an incredible country to live in. Everyone's very lucky that gets the opportunity to spend any time there, um, especially to grow up there.
3: Yes,
1: we are lucky here in Melbourne. We are very spoiled down here. And oh, look, Greece Live, I want to ask you about this, Sam, because it was a, another massive moment in your career as well. How did that all come about for you, Sam? What was it like doing Greece Live as that uh, t- TV, musical TV special?
2: It was, uh, it was the best experience that I've had in terms of uh, entertainment, creative endeavours, uh, you know, my career as a whole, um, uh, I, I first of all, the, the audition process was bizarre. I had one audition that I thought that I totally messed up, and about a month and a half later, with no callback or anything like that, yeah. found out that I had the job. Um, so, just a, it, 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 I was very shocked when my agent <laughs> called and said that it looked like it was going to happen. And yeah. at the time, I was getting my green card here in the states. And I only had a temporary work permit that you get given in the interim, and so I almost missed out on the job because I didn't have a guarantee that I would be able to be employable for the length of the um, the contract. So it was nerve-wracking it, it, to begin with. Um, I'm also not a dancer, so I had
3: to learn <laughs> a, a huge
2: amount uh, for, for the dancing there because it was top—you know—it was high-intensity, top-quality yeah. high dancing. I'm dancing with some of the best dancers in the states, yeah. and dancing opposite Vanessa Hudgens. Um, so I had a lot of help from from all of the dancers and the choreographers. and um, But yeah, it, we had about a month to, to prepare for the show and um, Tommy Cale, who directed Hamilton, was directing us and he was just an incredible leader of our, of our crew and brought us together and created the perfect team environment. Yeah. Um, and it just felt like, you know, we all got together and created something beautiful and, and thankfully the... Um, the reviews from the people that watched it, uh, you know, they, they agree that we we did get together and create something beautiful. So, just very lucky to be to be part of that, and I was stoked for the opportunity to bring uh, a few of my talents together. And you know, I, I don't think that I would have been comfortable yeah. doing the job had I not been on Neighbours because all of that TV training and just yes. simple things like hitting your mark and getting it right on the first take, you know, really, really helped out.
1: It is. It's a great stepping stone. And that was one of the, the biggest things I think Neighbours is well known for is it's a stepping stone for some of the biggest, uh, you know, exports now in Australia. You know, you've got your Kylie Minogues and Jason Donovans and your, your Natalie and Bruglia's and Delta Goodrums. I, I could be here all day uh, going on. Yeah. So many people, you know, and the Sam Clarks as well. But uh, <laughs> I want to say in 2012, uh, PJ Hogan's uh, Mental, you were alongside Tony yeah. Collette and a couple of other Aussies, Tony Collette and Anthony Lapalia. You also Anthony wrote a couple Lepaglia, of songs. Yeah. Tell us about that uh, experience. Yeah, I did.
2: Well, that was my first film role. Um, and... Uh, it was it was a, a, an amazing experience also um I mean, tony collette is incredibly talented so it's anthony lapalia and rebecca gibney and and there was some um some new talent as well that got, that got to be nurtured on that production but uh, i got to do quite a bit of work opposite leave shriver who is an incredible american actor who was actually playing an australian in that film yeah um but, yeah, I was lucky enough to also write some, some music for, for the show. I, uh, I actually I, I tried to sort of swing that in my favour during the audition process. I had to do a self-tape Yeah. Uh, uh, for, for my first audition, and part of the, the requirements was just to sing a song. It could be one of ours, it could be a cover, whatever. They just wanted to know if you could sing and play guitar. It wasn't a necessity but yeah um,
1: they, they are not there
3: socks you were off at in that regard.
2: <laughs> well yeah actually there was there was a in one of the scenes there was a couple of lines to to kick off a song, and uh, and so I went. You know what? I'm going to write write that song.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. And so I actually I- incorporated the, the the song aspect of the audition into that scene and wrote wrote that song for that scene. And uh, from then it just opened up the opportunities to, to write the rest of the tracks. So I think about uh, five tracks. Yeah. Or four or five tracks in that film, and uh, yeah, just yeah stoked end to bring those two talents together in one job
1: Jack of all trades Sam Clark I love it I oh, love it
2: you got to be in entertainment mate <laughs> you know always got to find a way to hustle one way or another so uh, the music certainly helps keep me uh, keep me busy when yeah, the acting yeah. is not and vice versa.
1: Because that's what you did 2009 and 2010 you, you sort of decided to take a break from Neighbours and start up and get moving on your music career. That was a big moment for you wasn't it Sam because you were sort of moving away from the the, the limelight of the television uh, industry and you know head over to the US. What was it like for you Sam making that big change across and uh, kickstarting and getting your music career up and going?
2: Well, it was, it was it was fun and it was the challenge that I was ready for I was ready to um, to move on to something different, something fresh. Um, you know, I didn't want Navis to be the only job that I ever had. Um, and, uh, and so I'd always wanted to play music, and, and it afforded me the opportunity to do that. So I actually got to travel and, and tour in the UK. I've spent a total of about seven months touring over there playing music. Yeah. Um, and then shooting the film Mental in, uh, in 2012, that opened the door up for me to go to the US Um, it got me management and an agent over there. Um, and the U S is, is a much easier place to live than the UK, uh, in terms of weather. And, um, there's obviously a huge entertainment industry out here in Los Angeles. So it just seemed like a no brainer for me to follow that momentum and, 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 come over here. But my initial visa didn't get processed properly. And I was actually unable to do music for three years. So, um, (laughs) <laughs> that was very frustrating, um, uh, but it did, uh, it did allow me to sort of take stock and work out what sort of music I wanted to release in the future, and I, in that time, met up with um, my, my songwriting partner now, um, yeah. Bill Grainer, who's won a Grammy for working with Jennifer Hudson, and um, we've developed a very close relationship. Um, in terms of songwriting and business. And, uh, you know, if if I hadn't met him, I I think I probably would have put the music aside for a while. So yeah, very grateful for all that he's done to to help me uh, get back on track with the music.
1: Well, you had uh, an album come out in 2010 called Take Me Home. You had a couple of singles as well. Broken, Send Me a Sign, and Devastated as well, also released uh, as singles. But you've got a brand new one. And I heard this a couple of weeks back your lovely uh, manager sent it across and boy oh boy I loved it Out of Reach it's called and as you mentioned uh, Grammy Award winner Bill Grainer who has worked uh, with Jennifer Hudson and uh, Kimberly Locke has uh, been part of that as well it's a big moment I love this single Sam Uh, congratulations on that and I also love the uh, music video too it's pretty cool. Thank you, yeah. Tell us yeah, about my, the shooting. My, yeah. first
2: time, my first time ever writing my own music video. I'd worked with some people on, on some of the previous concepts, but certainly I was uh, not in the driving seat for, for some of that stuff back when I had a label. Um, but being an independent artist and, uh, you know, trying to put everything together on a budget, yeah. I was very grateful uh, to actually a couple of my Greece Live co-stars um, who helped... Uh, helped with shooting it and directing it. Uh, Carlos Panavega, who played Kanicki and David Del Rio, David actually ended up directing it. Um, But uh, they really helped because that meant that I could uh, do do the shoot on quite a a low budget. And my parents were actually in town visiting for the first time since I moved to the States. And so uh, I I absolutely love my folks, and I thought, oh, how cool would it be to have them in the video and have that you know as a memory for the, for the rest of my life
3: so it's beautiful um,
2: wrote a concept with them and my real girlfriend plays my girlfriend in it and I've got my real mates playing playing my friends in it so yeah. um yeah it's really cool I don't want to give too much away about, <laughs> about the uh, about the clip but yeah. uh it's uh it takes place on my birthday and I think that everything is uh is not going to go my way and then go on a little journey from there. So <laughs> I definitely hope people will check
1: it out. It is very cool. I'll have to put it up on uh, my website as well. So we'll keep an eye on the Aussie com for that one as well, Sam. And it's a, a I think it's a, the, what they're calling an intoxicating pop anthem. I love that. And uh, the theme, it's a very uh, love based tune. And, you, want, you do. You want most of your tracks to be that sort of catchy, sort of sounding, but that love theme running through it, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't really make like a conscious choice for that to be the case. But, um, but you know, love is a big part of all of our lives and, uh, and I think is a very positive and powerful part of our lives. And um, I do end up focusing a lot on that uh, in, in, in my writing. Um, and definitely want my my songs to be catchy, um, but also I, I really focus on making sure that the lyrical content is there, um, and trying to trying to balance you know the catchiness with that you know interesting and meaningful lyrical content um, because that's really what keeps me interested in a song beyond just it being catchy. If there is some depth, then the song can live on for for a much longer period of time than just be a flash in the pan. So hopefully I've uh, at least edged my way towards that.
1: I reckon you have. You've hit the spot with me, that's for sure. It's a great, very great track, and I absolutely love the video. It's a beautiful music video as well. And folks are probably wondering, they're probably telling me, come on, let's play this song, play this song, because I've got it ready to go, Sam. (laughs) And uh, we just... Just so people can follow your journey And if they want to purchase a copy of the track Can they grab one from your website?
2: Yeah, I mean you can can definitely grab one from my website That's samclarkofficial.com You can find me all over social media as well At the Sam J. Clark I have a very common name I love it uh, The best best that we can do (laughs) But I I also just joined Snapchat So if you want to join me on there And see what life is like over here in LA That's a really good way of doing that um, and you know, the songs on Spotify and iTunes and all all those good places where you can buy music online. So Bingo. A lot of Love it. check it out.
1: Beautiful. So, you heard it from the man himself, Sam Clark. Check out his website, samclarkofficial.com, and all over social media. He's a very cool tweeter as well, the Sam J Clark, and also on Instagram and Facebook as well. Uh, a very, very special thank you to you, Sam. When are you coming back to Melbourne, mate? When are we going to see you? <laughs>
2: don't know when I'm coming back to Melbourne yet Um, there's always a few things in the works that uh, you know being an entertainer life changes yeah Um, you know life can change in in an instant so there's the possibility that I might be Coming back to Sydney for for a little period of time, I'm not sure, um, but I'm also trying to get back to the UK, so it'll be a balancing act. I well, was just back there for my good mate's wedding at the start of the year, so it'd be it'd be a couple months before I'm back in Melbourne, I think.
1: Well, if you're ever in Melbourne and you got a bit of time up your sleeve, you're welcome to come and uh, hang out in the studio with me. Maybe come in and co-host one of the programs with me if you're in town for a little while, and we can. Uh, Absolutely, a bit of a let's Sam do Clark that. Special.
2: Some acoustic
3: tracks and whatnot. <laughs> Why not?
2: All
1: right, let's give it a spin this morning. Uh, the brand new single from Sam Clark, "Out of Reach." Sam, did you want to introduce that to all of our listeners around
2: the world this morning? Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is my latest single, "Out of Reach."
1: Thanks for joining me, Sam.
2: Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it, mate.
1: Here it is, the new single, "Out of Reach." Sam Clark.
0: You, I like can never see. I want.
1: Is Sam Clark, the brand-new single from Sam. is called Out of Reach. Check him out online. Oh, what an amazing sport he is. Thank you to Sam Clark for joining me on the show. I said we were going to play nothing but new tracks on the show, but I'm a sucker for an old tune. Let's play this one from 1987. It hit number two from Angry Anderson, that big neighbor's tune for Scott and Charlene. And suddenly...
3: Take the risk Let my feet
0: You're on air with Brian Peel.